This is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis from Providence Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Paul, Garrett, and Bruce provide their clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Making Finances Easier with Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis. Hey everyone, uh, this is Paul Cochran with Providence Advisors Group, making finances easier. If we trigger something today of interest, 865-770-5031, uh, give us a call. We'd love to try to answer your question. I'm joined by with a few people here today. Um, my friend and colleague, uh, Garrett Crawford. Uh, good morning, Garrett. Hey, Paul. And uh, I've also got two people with the same last name. <laughs> I've got Marissa Landis and Ben Landis. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hey, good morning. And so let me let me guess. Um, with the last name of Landis, I bet you're related to my good friend Bruce Landis. What is your relationship to Bruce Landis? Uh, I'm Benjamin. I'm his son. Uh, I'm going to be 25 uh, here in a couple months. Great. Um, this is Marissa. I am his daughter. Great, great. Well, I have known Bruce for 30 years. Um, and that's about how old most of you guys are. <laughs> but I've known Bruce for about 30 years, and Bruce and I have been uh, through the trenches together, and we've actually been uh, working together for probably 23 of those 30 years. And so we have been around the block together, and uh, Bruce is actually on a well-deserved vacation this week. Um, but one of the reasons why I wanted to draw everybody together is um, probably, uh, oh, maybe once a month, somebody will uh, find out uh, that we do a certain service, and they'll, they'll say, I, I didn't know you all did that. And so I want to make sure that our listeners kind of understand a little bit more about what I mean when I say that Providence Advisors Group, that we're a multidisciplinary firm. And part of what that means is we have tried to uh, have a staff person that can drill down into some areas that would otherwise be an enigma. If I, if I was a one-man show, there's no way I could know everything about everything. It's just impossible. But like a great example would be um, Bruce is um, that they're literally, I don't think there's anyone within uh, 100 miles of here that knows more about long-term care uh, than Bruce does. He has been in and out of that industry. I'm sorry, he knows the ins and outs of that industry. He's been in that industry since probably the late 90s and uh, is very, very knowledgeable, has a fiduciary role in walking people through how to handle that subject of protecting their assets in the event of long-term care. So he knows a ton about it. Another good example. Go ahead. I was going to say, Bruce is, you know, if for people who listen to our show, he's been on a couple times. And uh, I was just going to mention, too, we, we keep a 
kind of record of all these shows that we've ever done on our website, making finances easier. And you could actually scroll down and say, uh, we aren't going to talk about long-term care insurance today, but Bruce has done uh, a, a couple just really, really good thorough episodes and shows on long-term care insurance. So you can go to our website and scroll down and find those. Great. Yeah. And, you know, we, we're really grateful that we have a, you know, a, a bona fide family business here. We're a, a locally owned uh, family business. We're a registered investment advisory firm. We also have an insurance division. So Garrett, as most of you know, uh, is my son-in-law. Uh, his wife, my daughter, is our longest tenured employee. She basically serves as our office manager and in, with, in compliance and things like that. Um, and Marissa and Ben um, have been under the tutelage of their of their dad uh, in this whole area that is really an enigma for a lot of, of seniors, and that's the whole subject of Medicare and Medicare Part D, the drug plans. And so I wanted to invite these two in today. I wanted you to hear a little bit from them and um, be able to understand that, that uh, in fact, before I jump into that, I'm going to give a couple other quick examples. Um, people um, oftentimes have questions about Social Security. Well, Garrett, um, over the last 10 years, has really become a student of Social Security to where anymore when a question is asked him about that subject, you know, when to file, how to file, how do the spousal benefits uh, work, wh what's an ideal uh, scenario for me based on my assets and what I'm trying to accomplish, um, I have 100% confidence. I just don't think anybody's going to be able to address that with more clarity than Garrett is. And uh, if it's an answer, if it's a question that he doesn't know, he's got resources at his fingertips that he can usually find it within a few hours and, uh, and get back to the person. So 865-770-5031. We're going to be touching on a few different things here today. Now, I will say today <clears throat> that if you're under 60, um, uh, it, it'll be uh, only because you maybe can't move your hand to the dial that you don't switch it because this is going to be more for people that are moving towards Medicare and so okay gang let's start with the basics so when would you say that somebody needs to uh, begin um, understanding Medicare anybody want to take a stab at that how old do you think yeah, uh, so I'd say it really just kind of depends on who you are and how you approach different things. But as a general rule of thumb, I'd say about 64 years, that 64th birthday is a great time to really start uh, taking Medicare seriously and looking for some resources to help you kind of figure out what am I going to do on my 65th birthday and kind of going from there. Okay, great. So uh, before, um, I tell you what, Ben, I'm going to start with you here. And so before I get into to, uh, too many of the weeds with Medicare, first, tell us just a little bit uh, about you, uh, where you came from, what, what you like doing in your spare time. Let the people get to know you just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so I, I think he maybe already said it, but I've uh, born and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, you know, loved 
moved around a you know a few times inside of Knoxville, but really haven't seen a, a reason to move outside of it yet. So uh, I'm married. I've uh, been married for the last three years to my wife Jana. Uh, she's a midwife, uh, also here in the Knoxville area, and uh, we just you know she's born and raised here as well, and uh, we really just developed a, a love for this place and the people in it. And so uh, I studied computer science at uh, Pellissippi State. And uh, kind of started to go down the computer science path. Um, but, you know, my dad came to me with this idea uh, of Medicare and if I was wanting to get into it. And uh, ever since I was 16, uh, I've been a type 1 diabetic. And so I've been really, probably more than most people my age, ingrained in the world of insurance and getting coverage for, you know, whether it's prescriptions or healthcare or, you know, doctors, anything in that world. I feel like I've, had a lot more experience than most people my age. And so when he came to me, I was like, yeah, this is, I know the history of, you know, how important getting the right coverage is. And so I was like, well, this sounds like something that I could be good at and I'm really passionate about. And so kind of the rest has been history and I've just been studying under their name. Very good. So you've been doing a lot of studying, uh, insurance licenses, studying Medicare. And I, I guess the first general question I would have is if in the studying that you've done, when you think about somebody who's 64, um, what would maybe be a, a myth that could be busted or maybe something that you think, uh, most people maybe they just they, they don't understand or something that you wish they all knew as they kind of got into it can you is it, i know that's probably a hard question but um is there is there anything that you've picked up that you thought wow i i i wish everybody knew that from the get-go yeah i think uh really just to kind of get the the main real simple one out of the way uh is the question should I go on Medicare or should I not go on Medicare uh, when I turn 65? Okay, so what, what kind of guides that bus? Yeah, so making that decision uh, kind of around your 65th birthday, um, there's a lot of factors that go in, and uh, you know I don't want to get too far into the weeds uh, here on the show, um, but really what it boils down to is if you're working, uh, there's a lot of times when it can be more advantageous for you to not go on Medicare and continue using your employer coverage. Um, but again, there's a lot of different factors to that, but generally it comes down to, do you want to keep working past that 65th birthday or not? Yeah. And uh, this is Garrett, but, uh, when I, uh, when I do my social security workshops around town, I know a little bit about Medicare. I've, I, I have an office right next to Bruce and I'll talk to Ben here and, uh, for somebody that doesn't know a lot about Medicare, that's really where I stop. I, I say, I tell people, you know, when you turn 65, you're probably going to want to sign up for Medicare Part A, and there's something about a health savings account. If you have one of those, uh, be careful about signing up at uh, age 65, but uh, it, it was just interesting, uh, a family member that I know that I'm real close to. Uh, just turned 65 this year and uh, you know I do this every single day and I still had to go over to Bruce's office and say hey Bruce here's the rundown you know he just turned 65 he's still working no plans on retiring uh, works for the state of Tennessee does he need to sign up for Medicare Part A or not? <laughs> and so uh, even when you think you know a lot, there's just some nuance in there and even the things that we think are simple. And so, uh, you know, uh, even the basic stuff, you know, you get, has nuance. So, Ben, can you think of, I guess 
you know, so many people complain that Medicare is just complicated. Why is it so complicated or what about it makes it so complicated for people? Like as you begin to study, what, what, is, what do you see as the stumbling blocks, things that, that are just complicated about it? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think, you know, primarily is the dates on things. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a lot of mm-hmm. dates that are, you know, set in stone. It's not like you can say, well, can I get a little extension on this? There's really no kind of wiggle room for these set dates. And so when you're coming in, you know, if you can figure things out, that's great, but it has to be inside of these dates. And so with the, you know, the nuances of, oh, this, you know, is generally going to be like this, but there's these little edge cases that some people fall into trying to figure out and navigate that while that looming date is in the background is what makes it very tricky and intimidating for a lot of people. And, you know, I'd probably add in there too, uh, even outside the Medicare world, you know, a lot of people just don't want to deal with it. It's it's like, uh, I have this book for social security. It's like 963 pages and I'll take it to the workshop, my workshop I'm doing. And it's the rule book and people are just enamored with how many rules there are. And, uh, one thing I really like about Ben is that I feel like he's really technically inclined and, uh, he's kind of a data digger. And so I've seen him, uh, you know, been given a situation and it's just like, you know, I'm going to go as far as I have to, to learn that. And I have a feeling uh, through the type one diabetic world and having to navigate insurance and those types of things. Uh, even then, if, if you, if you have to do that, not everybody's gifted <laughs> at doing that. And so finding, finding help with people that have navigated that before uh, is, is really valuable. So, uh you know, I would say most people probably don't want to dig through uh, the Medicare rule book. They'd rather just have somebody help them. That's who you want when it comes to these technical issues. You really do want somebody who's a data gatherer, who's going to gather the information and be able to give you advice that's based on your specific situation, not, not a salesy approach. So, uh, so yeah, Ben, that's great. Um, um, any other thoughts as someone listening to this? Is there any advice that you would give to somebody? Like, for example, I don't know if you've even gone down this road much yet, but, um, you know, people say, well, gosh, do I get a, a Medicare a supplement or do I get a, an Advantage plan? Um, any broad brush tips you could give to somebody about that? Yeah, I would just say um, planning is going to be like your most helpful resource. Uh, I think that when you're making that decision, whether to go down the Medicare Advantage or the Medicare Supplement, or like we kind of said earlier, if you're not gonna even take it at 65, um, the main thing that's gonna drive that is, what is your lifestyle and what is your kind of plans for as you work past 65 or go into retirement? Those are really the driving factors of what kind of coverage you're gonna need, who you're gonna need that coverage from. And so I would say just having a, trying to have some sort of roadmap instead of just saying, well, I may do this, I may do that in the future. It makes it a little more, little more difficult to get the exact coverage that you're going to want uh, to you know, kind of live out that lifestyle you're looking to have in retirement. 865-770-5031. Um, so this whole subject of, um, of really, uh, what is my t- retirement going to look like? what's my health like, where are my doctors, and that type of thing, all that could influence what type of, whether it's a supplement or an advantage plan, that type of thing, right? 
Yeah, definitely. I think that, you know, you may see headlines in the newspaper or in the, you know, 20,000 pieces of mail you may or may not have started getting in, the, uh, in your inbox. But uh, they may say things like, oh, this is, you know, everybody has to have a supplement or, you know, you're crazy if you don't have this advantage plan or anything like that. And really what it boils down to is they're both great options. It just depends on who you are and what your preferences are. And so I think that's where Providence can really step in and help out is we're able to connect the dots of you just tell us what your lifestyle looks like and what you want and we're able to connect that with the best plan for you and it's not up to you to try to decipher and filter out all right which one of these plans is going to fit mine we kind of step in and can do that for you that's great thanks ben okay well let's pivot just a little bit to uh to marissa landis marissa is really i would say our guru when it comes to um Part D plans. So first, Marissa, tell us just a little bit about you. What do you like doing when you're not at work? Yeah. Um, well, I enjoy traveling. Yeah. I like running. Um, I'm a big fan of spin classes. Um, my degree was in art history, theory, and criticism at the University of Tennessee. So I graduated from there. I still enjoy art and painting and drawing when I have free time. Okay, so if you're going to go to an art museum, you need to call Marissa. <laughs> she <laughs> will help you. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that's right. She would be the one to hold your hand through a museum. Uh, didn't you even uh, volunteer for a while at the I Knox Mu Museum of Art? Yes. How about that? Well, what else? What, what else? So tell us, um, let's see. Um, I think you're, you've got a roommate. You live in an apartment in Knoxville, right? Yeah. So I was born and raised in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, went to school here. And now, yeah, I have a great roommate living in an apartment, um, enjoying life. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. So um, you have been uh, in the ins and outs of Part D for at least three years. So you've had a lot of people that you've kind of walked th through uh, securing a Part D, deciding on which one to get, securing it. So w what would be a, kind of the same question I asked Ben? Um, after going through all that, what would be something if somebody's, if for the uninitiated who's just now looking into it, what would be something you've learned that, that you just wish they knew from the get-go that would help um, kind of uh, put them on the right path? Yeah. So I think I would want them to know about the four stages of Medicare drug plans. Um, that you can pay different co-payments and different cost shares depending on where you're at. So there is the deductible phase, um, your co-payment phase, and then the donut hole or the coverage gap, and then catastrophic coverage. So depending on where you fall, your drug plan um, costs or your prescription drug costs can fluctuate. So that's why I think it's important to um, look at your formulary, which is the list of drugs that are accepted, and that'll list what your copayment will be in each one of those phases. Marissa, I've been doing this for a few years, and I didn't know about the four phases <laughs> of Medicare Part D. Uh, so, you know, you learn something new every day. Um, and I, I was just thinking, to, to back up a little bit, because I'm sure a lot of people uh, 
aren't like us where they live every day in the Medicare world because it's, it's kind of like alphabet soup, right? We've, yes. got, we've got Medicare Part A that covers, I think, hospital insurance, Part B that covers doctor's insurance or doctor's durable medical equipment. Uh, sometimes they call, uh, I think they call it like the gap coverage Medicare Part C, which I think is like an advantage plan, but like Part D drug plan. So that doesn't, your drugs aren't included in any of those other parts of Medicare. Is that how that works? They are not. So they're, like Garrett said, there's A, B, and then D is very easy, stands for your drug plans. There we go. But uh, so if I just had Medicare Part A and Part B and I got diagnosed with something, uh, I would have no. I guess I would be paying like full retail cash prices for drugs, right? Is that the idea? Yes. And then you, if you do Part D, you have like a monthly premium, I guess, in addition to all the other ones. And then you have, I guess, like a network of coverage. Is that how it works? Correct. So, so um, I, I guess, um, so if it, let's say uh, I've just turned 65 and my wife and I come to see you, um, are you going to draw us out about the medications that we do use um, and then, or like what pharmacies we use? In other words, what's going to, what, what are those drivers that's going to be helping you know what to recommend for us? Yes, yeah. So I will definitely ask for a list of uh, medications you're taking. And just like Paul said, um, the pharmacy you prefer going to, if you like 30-day fill, 90-day fill, if you're interested in mail order. And then from there, I can look at the different um, costs of the um, drug plans. And some of them have different deductibles. So, But I think the most important factor is probably your drug list and what plan fits with that. Wow. Okay. This is this is super helpful. And uh, again, I just emphasize that as a, as a multidisciplinary firm, uh, you know, it's not necessary for Ben to know everything Garrett knows and for Garrett to know everything Marissa knows. Um, that's why we have different people who can drill down into these. But this is this is super helpful. <laughs> I'm like Garrett. Here I am. I'm, I'm 63 years old. And that's the first time I've heard of those four those four phases that she was talking about. <laughs> so that's, that's very helpful. Well, um, uh, to reiterate to our listeners, 865-770-5031. If you want someone, uh, again, to use the phrase that uh, Bruce and I use, if you want somebody to hold your hand to walk you through Medicare and Part D and what that looks like, uh, give us a call. And uh, we'll be glad to to help uh, with with those questions. And then I was I was going to add in here too, do a little plug for Ben. I think Ben and Bruce, you tell me if I'm right or not. But y'all are going to be at uh, Blunt County Public Library, is that right? Uh, later this month. Yeah, it'll be on uh, on Tuesday, June 27th, from uh, six to seven. And that's in the Dorothy Heron room. In the Dorothy Heron room at Blunt County Library. If you walk through the main doors, I know you take left. Uh, it'll be a big, big, big room in there. The door will be open. But anyway, I, I'd encourage anybody to come to that. Okay, 865-770-5031. And until next time.
Thank you for listening to Making Finances Easier. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, or Bruce Landis at Providence Wealth Management. Call 865-770-5031 or visit them online at makingfinanceseasier.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Providence Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Tennessee. Insurance products and services are offered through Providence Advisors Group, LLC. Providence Advisors Group, LLC, and Providence Wealth Management, LLC, are affiliated companies. Paul Cochran, Garrett Crawford, and Bruce Landis and Providence Wealth Management are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.